Hey everybody, it's Jason. Uh, before we get started, uh, just a couple quick things. Uh, I'm going to apologize now for the sound because there's such a heat wave in L.A. right now. Uh, I can't record in my normal place or edit in my normal place, so that's super exciting. Uh, additionally, um, you're going to hear in this episode the first third is absolutely fine, and then uh, when we come back from commercial, there's a bit of an issue. Uh, Jen's mic went out, and so I have had to compensate by... Uh, various uh, technological uh, wizardry means uh, that made no sense, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, it doesn't sound great, but you can hear her, so that's wonderful. So you get to hear uh, the real deal, etc., etc., etc. So I just want to give you a heads up. That's why this episode sounds weird. Um, and at some point towards the end, we do um, our uh, promotion stuff, and I don't think I mentioned the uh, actual domain, uh, the, the website to go to for my independent record label, Celery Sound Records. Just go to StolenDress.com slash Celery Sound uh, to see the albums that we're releasing now. We're going to be releasing some uh, new ones later on, hopefully uh, either later this year or early next year. Thank you guys so much, and enjoy this episode. <laughs> I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza, I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza, I'm Alan Rickard. And this is Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. You're joined, as almost every week, by Jen on the ether. Hey, kids. My lips are too dry to do that this week. So, yep. Season three, episode eight, entitled "Movie Star" aired oh, November twentieth, nineteen ninety six. Oh, well, I'm just kidding. I'm well, just kidding. Okay. Well, okay, movie star, movie star. Watch it, watch it on Crackle if you don't mind. A million ads. Oh my god, that was the problem trying to watch it. I love the experience of watching these on DVD, but the last couple times I've been watching them on Crackle. Crackle's got to crackle down on that. <laughs> and don't get your hopes up. This is the only season on Crackle. Yeah, yep. it's a good and season though. Sometimes it is, it is like it's a very good yeah, season. it is. It, finding itself itself even though there are other really good episodes in they the let seasons, bill have a couple more nuances sure mm-hmm. that are, that are, well yeah. i mean he has many nuances but they're usually extreme behavior based so it's true it's a little bit more medium here and there of him this episode stars um co-stars my best friend Jimmy Khan, <laughs> and I can call him Jimmy because I was on He's an episode so of Las Vegas with him. I was on an episode of Las Vegas with Jim- Jimmy Khan, and uh-huh. when Jimmy and I were hanging out, uh-huh. uh, we didn't exchange any specific like words, right, or <laughs> even like did looks, you need to? Though? But looks r- exactly. Did we need to? But did the AD talked to both of you at one, one point. Another? Right? The AD must have talked to both of us. Yeah. Yes, I'm sorry. What was your, your question? Your souls just knew how it was exactly. with each other. So yeah. much so that. I do have it. So I, I, I stole this poker chip off of the set of <laughs> of Las Vegas. Scandalous. The Montecito Casino, run by Jimmy Khan. Again, I can call him Jimmy. Um, I call him JC. Oh, you call him JC. Mm. Wow, I'm sorry. I should back We off. have a different kind of relationship. That's fine. Though. No, that's fine. I, I appreciate that. I have a lot of props from that show. Anyway. that <laughs> was just kept sneaking them I off. I stole that. I stole uh, wow. this coin at, from a slot machine that got broken when John Elway, who was on set, threw a football at John Bon Jovi. I was on ah. set with John Bon Jovi and John Elway. And <laughs> at one point, I'm standing next to John Bon Jovi and realize that under my breath, I was going, shut through the heart. And I'm like, I look over at him. Thank God he didn't notice. I was going to be so embarrassed. <laughs> Ah, I, I just put craft service in my bag because I was broke when I did that. <laughs> <laughs> that was that would have been the smartest thing in the world. Why didn't I do that? Like, oh, a granola bar? I don't need to buy dinner. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those are poor I times. Need, you know, no, any don't, need, don't, don't I do, don't need to eat Gardettos for lunch. Don't, don't, don't do extra work, people. Unless you're like <laughs> desperate or you really do want to learn how to set. I must have I a knew, mental I, disorder because if somebody asked me, I think I'd probably still say do it. It depends. It really depends. Uh, if it depends it's, on how much you love it. If you really love that, I mean, like, I mean, yeah, like uh, like when they did 
when they did uh, Ghostbusters last year, like I would have been an extra on that just because, oh, fuck, I'm uh-huh. part of Ghostbusters, sure. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would prefer an actual uh-huh. part. Paul Fig, please call me. Paul, listen, my Alan is... Where's Paul from? Where's Paul from? Me, where's where's our buddy Paul from? Do we know? Uh, he was in the movie Head- Heavyweights. Okay, so we don't, but we don't know the state he's from off the top of our head. I was it's say not he's, Minnesota. He's, I, I know that. Say, Damn it! <laughs> it doesn't strike me as a Minnesota. It was either I think it was either I, I'm, I should have looked this up. It was either it was either New York. It was a California native. It was one mm, of those. Uh, okay. Well, Paul, you and your sh- suits should good? give, and I mean your physical suits, your actual handsome suits that you wear while you direct, should call Alan up and put him in a film. Mm. He's good. He's good. Alan, Alan is the next. Like Alan looks like an '80s movie star. He's a great actor. I mean, the 80s are coming back. And That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Or season three of Stranger Things. Find some way to work Alan into that. Mm-hmm. Guys, I know it's not Paul Feig. We are four minutes in, and we have not talked All about right, news radio. All right, this is news radio That's podcast. Right. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Movie yep. star. Mm-hmm. Professionals. Yo, yo, who want the rock? Uh, <laughs> Jimmy James. What does he say at that first line? I can't understand him. What? All I know is he says, "Yo, yo, who want the rock? Who that's, want the rock?" Yep, yeah, that's what he yeah. says. Uh, he um, just tosses it. Mm-hmm. I love that uh, Matthew can't catch it. Like he doesn't even. He just no. tries, but he's just like ball goes right past him. So good. <laughs> Joe just lets it hit him. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Oh, that's right. He's just standing there, just like what? What is that for? Yeah. Like he has no idea what the purpose of a ball being <laughs> thrown into like, his Things at me for. Um, uh, what I oh uh, and also someone want to explain to me why Catherine and Beth want to go to the game? Like I don't really they just like hanging out with Jimmy. I think you think, I think so? they you genuinely think? do. Catherine likes going out and dressing up to things. Well, sure. I guess she'll like, know he's a, sure. You know, Which she did. She wore a fur. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Did she wait? Really? She why have I never noticed that she had a stool. fur on? That's amazing. Yeah. That's like so good. She, I did not notice that either. <laughs> I think she's wearing purple too. Like she looked. That's good. We're skipping ahead. Really though. classy. Let's not skip too far ahead. We're gonna we'll ruin it back. for We'll everybody. go back. I, but I'm I think kidding. that's I'm why being, though. I'm being I think an that's idiot. why. No, that uh, that could be. I mean, but she knows a ton about basketball excited. too. They're like, ooh, it's a game and it'll be fun and and it's Jimmy and he's excited. Yeah, sure. this would be great. Like I just think honestly, it's that. It could be it. I could see that. Makes sense. Uh, and the, but they're just like, but there is that thing too, like which, I've had this experience. If you got a rich boss, you know they're gonna treat you to shit. You're like, let's fucking go. I don't have anything to do. I want to be treated to rich stuff tonight. And uh, oh, and actually, Catherine does watch some basketball because yeah. she. No, she knows a ton. <laughs> she knows a decent amount of stuff. You know, like, like. Oh, like actually, Beth. yeah. I don't know why I'm asking about Catherine. She does. She does like yeah. basketball and mm-hmm. knows it. I don't know what the she hell. does. Beth, but still, but Beth, Beth, Beth is, is probably just excited to go somewhere because she can't afford to go anywhere. Ever, yeah, exactly. Right? And Mr. Okay. And Mr. James yeah, is her Kevin's father figure. Yeah, not like a so. super fan like Jimmy is, but she know she watches this, basketball. Uh, this this all makes sense. That's <laughs> so good. I and I, I asked the question. Oh wait, this uh this button is not technically a map. It is a Matthew. Well, no, it isn't. It, really? Because Dave misses the shot. Right, the but if I may point out, uh-huh. the only time the shades are actually drawn all the way up, like <laughs> they're really not down. Point. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. it wouldn't have been as funny. Yeah, the if it gag would have been shades. poor. That's really funny. <laughs> Take the hole, Dave, and he's just standing there, like a solid, upsetting smash. Yeah, I, I'm always I, these. I don't know what it is like. These kind of bug me, like, when uh-huh. they do do that, they go to the opening, and they come back in for, like, a 10, 15-second snippet of what uh-huh. we just saw, and then go into the actual show. You'd rather see the full thing. Uh, full thing. Well, I, I, I get it, because they're both actually funny things to end on. Sure. But it always just weirds me out when you come back from the opening into that. Mm-hmm. I wonder if button. it was, like, a alternate for some stations just to fill a few extra seconds. I don't know. There could be a technical reason for Cause, it. Because there's Never more of these this episode. Like, I think they were just asking for something there that you could just do for a few seconds mm-hmm. and then go to something else. It also looks... It's probably all sugar glass, and that's fine. But it just... And I think uh, I, it's probably mostly just the sound effects, but, like, it just sounds so upsetting when... When we come back and Andy Dick just crashes, just walks right through, right through it. Right. Well, so it has to be sugar glass. It has to be, but it just has you. It like <laughs> <an ass. laughs> it's so stupid. Amazing. I will point out, um, I was going to do the credits joke again, but I have an idea. This is a side note. Uh, if we get enough submissions for the news radio tribute comic, 
We'll do an entire episode. I don't know what length on the credits of this show. That's going to happen. That is going to be a thing that we do. So if you give, enough, give us enough, we will break it down and we will come up with conspiracy theories galore. You about, have to earn mm-hmm. it. You have to yeah, make absolutely. that art. You have to write those poems. You have to we're, do we're working on stuff. your thing and send it to I've us. I've got some art. Jen's got some stuff she's yeah. working on. I don't know about Alan. So stuff, it's coming. Okay. Yeah. I've never seen you do. Do you draw? Oh, I was, uh, I was, uh, actually art was one of my majors what? and I know why am I finding this out now? I've <laughs> drawn quite a bit cause uh, I'm a bad friend. No, you're not. I, it was weird when I got to, uh, oh, backstory on me that has nothing to do with this radio, but when I got to, Sorry. uh, out, out here, like prior, like I had 10 or two dreams. One was acting. One was comic book artist. I mm. went acting. I'm still glad, but it was just kind of one of those things where I definitely need art in my life uh-huh. but it's hard to do both yup so it's a lot uh, of focus time on acting. for both yeah acting filmmaking because first of all I hated drawing hands and I never quite oh no they're the worst I fuck, fuck hands. fucking hate hands fuck I'm hands. really good at drawing everything I get, no I get it but yeah. those things take me the longest th- time sure. in the world to, yeah. to draw anything but yeah no uh, pretty good drawer actually I had yeah. no idea I Ladies feel like gentlemen. drawing hands is a you need ten thousand hours of that separately from yeah. just being yeah, being would, good at drawing like like other stuff like hands and feet. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> feet. I always actually found it a little bit easier. Yeah, but, but hands. I still, again, still I can't. <laughs> this has been the art corner uh-huh. with, with Alan, Jen, and Jay. Well, fists <laughs> are easy to draw, but when you open sure, them up, of and course. Okay, anyway, anyway, okay. Back to news radio. That's fine. No, Movie fine. star. Okay. We're back. We're back it's okay. I made less notes on this one. So. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> um, what's great is I took a really ugly notes. They're very... Well, uh, mm-hmm. oh. Yeah, they're ugly. Well, you kind of already <laughs> said it, but do you want to say what Bill said for his announcement? or? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have an announcement to make. Uh, I have a friend <laughs> visiting today. You may have heard of my friend. My friend is visiting today. His name is James Kahn. How long have you known him? <laughs> did I write that down? Oh, uh, oh that's right. Uh, oh, yeah. Have you? Uh, did, they, did they ask him? Well, he says, well, I call him Jimmy. Yeah. And then he says, I've never actually. What does he say? I've never actually well, met I him just, in some way. I don't remember exactly. <laughs> I've like actually the, met. You, well, first of all, like, how long have you known him? And then <laughs> he goes, who, Jimmy? Who, Jimmy? That's right. That's well, it's just it a sheer fact, like, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm just going to drop there this bomb yeah, and then not. Yeah, he, <laughs> there you go. He right. says friend three times, mm-hmm. and he says Jimmy mm-hmm. twice. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. And then we find out Matthew is also a huge, huge uh, James Conn fan. He the, loved the, him as I, the Don Corleone. I like Don Corleone. <laughs> or, or Matthew's just a fan of people who other people think are they're important. That also seems that might be the case. I can't see him liking man. the Godfather or caring about the Godfather. Oh, he got a, he an autograph out of Abe Vigoda out of it. That's true. <laughs> he did. And he knew who Abe Vigoda was. Like, yeah, I I always expect this joke. I always forget the joke. So I was thinking, hey, dear Matthew, I'm not Abe Vigoda is always what I think the joke is going to be. But it's it's I was not Don Corleone signed Abe Vigoda. Yeah. Abe Vigoda was a solid punchline in the 90s. Like, ask Conan Abe, O'Brien. Oh, he was he was wonderful. You know, I think this might be where I get. This is we're finally getting territory where I can talk about stuff from news radio that's entered my life. They're like, "Oh, I call him Jimmy." Like that's totally. I'm realizing that's where I got when we were fucking around. And every time I call James Burroughs, Jimmy Burroughs, like he's my friend. I'm totally where I get that from. There's, There's no doubt. No about way it. James Burroughs would know that. No, but. <laughs> no, no, no. Exactly. I think Matthew likes The Godfather too because everybody talks about how much they love The Godfather. You don't have to love The Godfather, but do you think he's seen the whole movie though? That's that's. Yeah, it doesn't mean Matthew retained it though. He's <laughs> he says he's seen uh, it so many times he can't even remember who's who. That is one of the do things. Do you think he he's says. seen it all the way through though? I that's think he confi- g- No, I, I bet not. Oh, I or or he has, but it's just over his head, and he just gets starstruck because there's actually a lot of very fine, famous actors in it, mm-hmm. all, all in the same movie, and and I can see him just kind of like wandering off, having daydreams in the middle of it. Right, I could see that, uh, and then it's we find out it's really long. I... Do you think he has that kind of attention span? I don't. Probably not. If I may uh, just let you guys know, I think the first movie I remember seeing James Caan in was, mm-hmm. or Jimmy, as they call him, Jimmy uh-huh. Caan, uh-huh. <laughs> Honeymoon in Vegas. I don't think I've ever seen that. With Nicolas Cage and Sarah Jessica Parker. I have not seen that movie. 
That's one that I think you're supposed to have seen. Mm. No? Is there another? Is it Leaving Las Vegas, the one you're supposed Leaving to have Las seen? Leaving Las Vegas is really good. Is that this the drug one, movie? This one was a romantic comedy. Mm. He was like the rich, like, Nicholas Cage there, Jessica Parker were going to Vegas to get married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jimmy Kahn was the, uh, the the rich guy who falls in love with Sarah Jessica Parker, tries yeah. to win her over with money. and. Mm-hmm. You know, I will say J- James Conn, Jimmy, uh, on the set of Las Vegas, I've never seen a person push their chest out more in my life. Like, he walks right. He has a barrel chest, but he just looked like he was just walking around. Like I feel like he's like, in a natural state. I'm gigantic. Probably just has good posture. Pretty might just have very good posture. Josh Duhamel was there, too. Nobody cares he's about like, that. He's like, of all <laughs> the guests on like news radio so far, I just, like, so charismatic. Like, yeah. not that those other people aren't. But no, but... Yeah, Stump, you I, you just can't look away from him on this. He's Mm-mm. just being like a down to earth guy and smiling. You're just like I can't stop watching you. He doesn't seem to be uh, there just to make a check. Like he just seems to be like, oh, well, no, I'll oh, I'll be as funny as I can be. Yeah, and he really, you know? I don't know, he bounces off of everybody really well. Yeah, and he's, it's he's nice that he has a lot of time with Phil Hartman because that's really awesome. Yeah. Get, it's amazing. Yeah. Shutting him down over and over. He's a really good straight man, like really good yeah. at it. Uh-huh. Which is not an easy task to do. No. No, yeah. it's it's the it's the hardest job and especially for somebody who is like a dramatic actor. Yeah. The, I don't I mean before this uh, I don't know. Again, you just said Honeymoon in Vegas. Yeah. Uh is he very funny in that? Uh Is he straight man in that? Yeah, I mean, he kind of a straight Well, here's a problem like uh he's very good in it. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. It's not a great not movie. Not a great movie, right, <laughs> right, right, right. He's good in Elf. He's good in Elf. He's great. Who plays Elf when we do, who plays him in Elf? Alex, right? Alex plays Yes. Him. Alex Salem, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Uh, Alan, Alan Allie. plays, Allie, uh, Al, Al, you call Alex Allie? Yeah. That would be very confusing. Your name is Alan. Well, you gotta know him as well as I do, Dad. Oh, okay, well, that's, that's, <coughs> that's fine. Right. I guess some of us just don't know some people as well as we know yeah, other people. That's, that's, that's fine. That's okay. We do find out that uh, Matthew has thrown up on on uh, the note oh, and also on a pagoda. That's throw up. Ew. Yeah, it's really nasty. Um, where oh, where are we? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, oh yeah. Well, uh, Matthew wants to meet James Con, and right. uh, but Bill points out that he'll be busy studying me. I don't want him pestered, harassed, or thrown up upon right. in any way. Right. Uh, and right about then, that's when Jimmy Con walks in. And right and, about now. Oh yeah, and Dave and Lisa. Dave's gonna surprise Lisa, and they walk by James Con. He's like, "Hey," and they just walk by, not noticing until they have the double take. Uh huh. Back. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I mean, that would. I, I, and I'm sure through that whole thing. Dave was just like, they were both just like, that's bullshit. James Conn is never coming to yeah. Why would he come to the office? Especially to, sure meet, especially to see Bill. Him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Especially to see Bill, though. Like, they yeah, probably yeah. like, he's making this up. The last it. person <laughs> in the world. Um, he just I, lucked out. He just, some agent called the station. He answered yeah, he's, or something. Uh-huh. Well, he's technically an anchor, so, you know. He's to be yeah. the first person they'd ask. Even answered Catherine would have like, been the yeah. better the better choice. Or they have an agent in common. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I when Bill meets uh, Jimmy Con, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> how he turns it around on his on Bill's own stupidity, I think, is fantastic. Mm-hmm. With the uh, you know, Mister Con. Likewise. Yeah. <laughs> My father was Mister Con. Call me Jimmy. Likewise. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought your name was Bill. It is easy mistake to make. <laughs> like that is just. Oh, uh, there's. Some... It's so weird that because yeah. <laughs> Bill and Matthew really kind of have the exact same like level of obsession, but they take it in completely obviously. That's different a really directions. good point. Yeah. Yeah, and it's weird because Matthew's usually very needy. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bill is too. Sure. He just different way. Yeah, yeah. So I guess, but Bill, but Matthew isn't very needy in this. He's actually trying to be cool, but he can't even like one percent be cool. Uh, like no, 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 no. <laughs> he's just full on like I uh, freak show. This is gonna be the worst segue in the world. But do you know one good way to be cool? Oh, You'll find out hmm, in a second okay. when we take this commercial. Take a break. Hey, Alan. Hey, Jason. You remind me of the babe. What babe? Babe with the power. What power? The power of hoodoo. Who do? I don't know. What? I don't have an end plan out. Ice, ice cream! CVT ice cream! Uh, at CVT Soft Serve, wherever you can, they get chocolate, Alan. Get vanilla. <laughs> they get twist. 
They've got David Bowie references. Just ask Joe in the truck. Yep, he'll tell you all about them. He absolutely will. They got the, they got sea salt sprinkles. They got coffee. You can mm-hmm. dip it into coffee. It is actually the best ice cream it's, I've ever had. It is amazing. It's mm-hmm. been a while since I've had it. Kind of Jones Shame for it. On you. We did uh, Fard Muhammad, who uh, listens to the show. Uh, did point out, tweeted, uh, you know, he's like, you know, I'm finally getting to have the ice cream, and he enjoyed it. So yes. there you go. That it's working, Joe. There you are. We brought you one customer. Uh, well, that's it. We're at going CVT, for two. Yeah, at CVT Soft Serve or CVT Soft Serve dot com. And we're back. And we're back. Not very far, but that's no, no. One, it doesn't matter. That's. Fine. Uh, I have to point out. Uh, when Bill does try to impress James Conrad at <laughs> the bat, I just something about this I think I love more than anything else that he does in this, which yep. is just pounding on the sound booth glass like the guy <laughs> can actually hear him to be like, Matt, I need that Giuliani copy pronto. And then it goes to the, the other girl. Great job on the Gore interview, Nikki. Hey, big Jake, where's that Pulitzer you're going to win for me? That guy's the fixing janitor, the window. Right? Like a, I know. <laughs> He's fixing the fucking window. <laughs> That's just... Oh, it's so good. It's just like got all like all the gusto of any, like the most Bill I, McNeil, Bill McNeil. I, I feel like I've done that before when somebody... Like, I feel like I've done it too. Like when somebody just like comes into the office and you like, you make a point just to like talk to someone like... Oh hey, yeah, I caught that uh, thing you did last week. It looked wonderful, and you know, mm-hmm. just hell of a job trying to impress people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, there's no way that that hasn't been in my brain before when I've done that mm-hmm. to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, he offers a seat to James. Well, he tells J- James Conn <laughs> to take a seat, pulls out a seat, and takes that seat for himself because he's such a prick. Uh, uh, just like and immediately, he's like you want to know what makes Bill McNeil dick. Uh, uh, no, I just I just want technical detail. <laughs> broadcaster, I probably seem confident. <laughs> Inside, there's pain and a little fear. <laughs> yeah. I love James Scott's mm-hmm. response to that, though. With the the uh, I'm sorry to hear about that. Sounds <laughs> like none of my business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> none of my business. Yeah. And it's a perfect beat too. It's just so good. It just rolls <laughs> off his tongue. Sounds like none of my business. It just moves on. Just like, let's how the fuck do we get out of this? Uh, he's like, you want to know? He asked him if he wants to know the nuts and bolts. Well, I, I'm the kind of guy. I start with the nuts, move on to the bolts, and get the hell out. <laughs> it's like, and also that's one of those lines that wouldn't necessarily work unless somebody like James Conn was delivering yes. it. You know, like it's an okay, funny line, but it's 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 so funny though what he does here because Bill wants James Conn to be like. Mm-hmm having a great time like obsessed with him but he keeps like pushing him away by trying to tell him more about himself uh-huh. like if they just had a discussion about the actual technical details mm-hmm. their friendship probably could have been stri- could have stro- been yeah striked up stroked up stroked up sure stroked up he would have been a consultant on the movie mm-hmm. where there's no way by <laughs> the end of this that he's a consultant way. no uh, absolutely not uh, <laughs> I just love see this has got this feels also like they're like okay this is a Matthew bit we haven't got to work out. Mm-hmm. Like, what do we do? Okay, Matthew can be pouring coffee onto the floor for a minute straight. And it's I perfect. love this. I wonder if there was a bucket or something down there. There almost had to be. Yeah, or maybe even a gross absorbent mat of some kind. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But that's, <laughs> it's just, he's playing it so perfectly. He's just, just keeping still the whole time. Even when James Conn approaches him. Can I, can I get a cup? <laughs> and he just puts just like gently puts the cup under the stream just so he doesn't disturb him <laughs> who's the spaz who's the spaz <laughs> perfect but we see like uh, G- uh james gunn has finally is just like struck up a curiosity with matthew yeah. right there and 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 very quickly, and very bill, quickly. bill is bill is not happy about it either. No. i love it so much um oh, and then okay so we're on to like does he say uh, you, that's kind of in stream just some of the vegetables i've ever seen in my life he does say that at some point. At some, yeah. That might be later. I don't remember. That's but it, fine, it, it's though. It's a solid it works line there. either way. It, works it, there. it doesn't matter. It's a good line. I don't <laughs> know if I wrote it out. down. Um, so now Dave, uh, Dave, Dave has a surprise for Lisa. He's going to buy her a TV. Although she thinks they're going to Hawaii because there's a picture of Hawaii on the screen. 
Which is, I mean, to somebody like her, that does make sense. Why would she want a friggin' TV? And especially back then, I almost think a trip to Hawaii would have cost about as much as those that TVs that they TV, were looking at. That's a at. very good point. These shitty rear projection TVs that were the biggest oh, thing in the those world. Those were so expensive. Really expensive. And they were crap. Like, you could only see them from one you angle, right? You had to, like, right? stand right in front of them. Yeah, my uncle had one. And I remember it was worse than a, some of those bad LCD TVs that they used to have. like Or, or the first LCD plasma, TVs. Yeah, 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 the plasma yeah. ones. Because you couldn't see... Anyway, this has yeah. been some tech talk with. Uh, this has Alan been tech Jason. talk with Jason Allen and Jen mm-hmm. uh, from the Ether. Um, anyway, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, we find out here that Dave is obsessed with Green Acres. Has this <laughs> been established before? I. He has talked about. It. You're right. He has. He has, has it's, it's it's come up, and uh, if I remember correctly, that is based on Dave Foley's actual obsession with Green Acres. <laughs> He does love it. I've tried to watch Green Acres before. I, uh-huh. I, I, I can't. I watched it as a kid. Did you really? Yes. That was. A- I don't know if I could rewatch it. It's hard to say. It's very hard to say. To be fair, uh, I watched Gilligan's Island as a kid. I don't think I could rewatch sure. that now. Ugh. I just like that every time he just goes into this like zone where he's like, "This Miss Mr. Haney's trying to get Arnold Ziffel to eat some newfangled pig slop." <laughs> like I love the way he puts it, some newfangled pig slop. <laughs> and so like that's we just keep cutting back a little bit, like just to slowly developing what's happening with the TV. But then right, and then to be honest back. with you, like uh, I love what happens in the the, the electronic store, but. I don't even know if they need to come back to them as often as they do, but it's, right. it's great. Like, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. Every every little bit works. Uh, yeah. And yeah, J- James Conn is trying to he, humor Bill. Even he's almost trying to get some he, actual information. He from asked him. an actual question to Bill about, "Do you read your own news copy?" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Bill's response is just <laughs> the way I look at it. You and I are a lot alike. You're a Hollywood tough guy, and I'm a New York AM tough guy. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a very good question. Uh, Ma- and what's Matthew doing at this point? Matthew is, uh, all I know is he's going, huh? Like, he's doing yeah. that thing. I can't remember. I, that's all I wrote down <laughs> is that he makes that noise. Uh, what was the movie he confused James Gunn oh, for being in? he says, I loved you in Thunderball, and he's actually in Rollerball. Thunderball being Thunderball, a James, J- James Bond, Bond movie. That's yep. what I thought, but for some other reason, every time I heard him, I thought he was saying Thunderbolt. Thun- Thunder- I was very confused. Okay. I was like, what yeah, the fuck? Well, he's talking a little oddly. Yeah. Thunderball is also a great movie. Thunderball, I, I do wish you were in it. <laughs> so <laughs> fucking stupid. Which, by the way, actually, that is a Bill McNeil line. That would work just as well coming out of Bill's mouth. It would. You know, every time I see, you know, Thunderball, I wish you were in it. Like that's, but it would just be much more dismissive, and he'd move because on to the Bill next is thing. Full of last-minute saves. Mm-hmm. Right. Actually, very stupid because he just wants to get but, them out and move on. Mm-hmm. I think though the difference is, I think Matt, Matthew generally would actually like James Conn to be in this movie, whereas Bill would would say it like you say mm-hmm. as a save. I see your point. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It, it, you're right. Yeah, because there is a different motivation behind both of those. Uh, <laughs> reads. Yeah, he might have just come up with that idea and never thought about it before, but mm-hmm. who knows? Uh, I really, really like this. I love all the physical bits in this. I think this thing is like a treasure trove of Matthew physical bits, oh, but I really like him. Just like he needs an autograph and just. Drops the pen down his shirt and then just wiggles it out of his pants. And then he does it I, later too. He does, does he do it again I later? Think, <laughs> I think I can say my pants. I, I gotta go to the bathroom and take my pants off. <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom and take my pants off. It's just the way he said it. I was laughing out loud. That it was like a little kid that was about to piss his pants. Yeah, right yeah. There. Oh, absolutely. Or, like, there's like an all. He's about to cry, and it's just a pen that's in his pants. But it's so embarrassing. <laughs> We could have pretended it didn't happen and grabbed another yeah, pen. Yeah, he could have done any number of things. He could things. be like, oh yeah, it's not in my shirt mm-hmm. for whatever reason that it's in this awkward place on the inside layer of his clothes. Yeah. Like, like he could have just been like, oh, nope, no pen there. Mm-hmm. But, but that's not going to happen. Special. He is very okay. special. Uh, so we go back to oh. the electronics store. And Lisa thinks Dave should read more books. Mm-hmm. And he's and he thinks, uh, oh, so you read Anna Karenina twice, and I'm the one whose brain is turning to mush. I missed a semester of Cheers reading Anna Karenina. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I think he starts. Is that the part he starts off while he's wearing VR goggles? Uh, he yeah. does wear VR goggles. I don't know what VR goggles in the nineties were. An intellectual, like. There, I 
think, and I don't think I'm making this up. Is it Lawnmower Man kind of thing? <laughs> it's you what it looks like. Episode of Community probably look a little bit like that. Well, there were, I do think there probably were at like if you went to the electronics things that were not necessarily even 3D, but like small screens where you oh. could just like have a personal screen so it looked like it was movie screen size because technically to your eye that's what it looks like. What was that? Not Johnny Mnemonic, but what was that? There was a movie with Michael Douglas in Seattle and Demi Moore, and he was it was actually a pretty good movie, but there was an unnecessary plot line when he figured out some like information about her robbing the company that he puts his VR set on and like goes where the files no. are. In the Wait, is that what they uh, later reference in the space that? episode? Because they uh, do that exact thing in the space episode. Well, Holy shit! Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna no, that's it. fine. You should, you should absolutely. I'm gonna look this well, up of course, right yes, now. Yes, they do do it in Community years later. Community what? has delightfully taken some things that News Radio also did. Oh. So is Parks and Rec. Like I, I love seeing. Like, yeah, I love both those shows. I love when they lift, or you have parallel thinking years later. Like sometimes that's just how it goes. Disclosure. 1994. Disclosure. That oh was my! The movie. Wait, in 1994, he's mm. got a digital. Like VR, yeah, it definitely looks like nineties system, nineties CGI in there. But Woof. it's actually a good movie. But okay. that whole thing, like you guys, really did not need to do a VR thing. You could have just been in like a vault. You wouldn't find. Wow, I'm inside my <laughs> computer. That is it's very actually, weird to a, me. It's, it's a good movie though. All right, Let's give it a look. I'm give it a look. I'll, I'll do my best. Um, you see, the forces of good and evil are constantly at war for my soul. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go back to the office. And, uh, or, or do we, oh wait, I'm no, so it, lost now. I know. Well, we were just there and then, oh, that's this right. This has sorry. been dispatches from, it's no, sorry. so, <laughs> it's so thrown all over the place because we're, we're not in the office the whole time. Well, yeah, and it, it, it is like they cut back and forth between Dave and Lisa and then they're, uh, yeah. He does reveal the, the last book he read was Goober in a Nutshell, which is the story <laughs> of George Goober. He, he had a very, he had a very difficult life. She said, I don't and care about Pinky Dus Tuskadoodoo or whatever. And this is a line that I've definitely used in life. I cannot help you if you will not listen. Oh, I love that. That's it's one that I've that used. Condescending Such a tone point. to it too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and then we're finally back to Catherine and Beth, which I guess is actually the C story, even though it's introduced earlier on. There's not much going on, but uh, yeah, it's it's fine. It's a good line. Uh, but yeah, so they're being quizzed by Joe, and oh, out of pure luck, apparently Beth is getting the easiest questions. Mm -hmm. So ridiculous! Uh, well, I'm like, I know those. <laughs> yes. Yeah, what what was it? She got the first question was how many players are on a basketball team, uh -huh. and then. <laughs> Catherine's question, which Pacific Pacific Division player had the highest average rebounds <laughs> per game? And she does get it right, She's but right, right but wrong on a technicality. Oh, wait. You know what? You know who's good in that category? I'm going to go for this. Maybe. Probably. Mm -hmm. And then Joe Espeth. Well, she was technically right, but he's an ass. Mm. Yep. Joe Espeth, though. Name three basketball <laughs> players. And she couldn't. Rod. Man. Man. <laughs> she got Michael Jordan. Everybody gets Michael Jordan. Of course. Yeah, Michael Jordan is. Not to mention, uh, he didn't say current or, or, uh -huh. or pet, but Catherine did just say Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. She could have said that, too. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's a very good point. <laughs> or Wilt Chamberlain. Or Wilt. was also mentioned, right? Wilt the Stilt. Sure. I know that about basketball. I could not tell you how many people are on a basketball team. I will say that. You know, I don't. It was very good. It's very confusing because in high school, you know, you just had however many people on, and mm -hmm. was, you know, five playing. But yeah, sure. Uh, in the long story short, it just does not turn out to be. Uh, we don't find out. Well, Beth wins technically, right? Yes. But again, sure. on, on several technicalities. Technicalities. Um, How many points for a three-point shot? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> three, three times. times. <laughs> The points of a regular, regular shot. shot. Yeah. So, 22? 22, which, by the way, not divisible win a game, by, by the three. Way. Not divisible nope. by three. <laughs> nope. That would win a game, though. 22-point yeah. lead, you're good. I also <laughs> like that the way she plays Beth, that comes out as Beth's not stupid. She's just, like, doesn't necessarily care it's to just think that a, hard about it. It's not a subject she wants to know about. Yeah. She doesn't. It's not the part of the thing she's excited about. She's yeah. excited to go out to a thing she hasn't been to before. Yeah, so she's, because she can't afford to, and because of that, I think Joe's just like, let's fuck with friends. Catherine. So that's what it is. It's probably mostly Joe just. Although it is by chance that some of these are he getting pulled out of. He also just likes being 
seeming smarter than people of course. In, in his own eyes at least i mean i don't know why i would think joe was smarter than you but <laughs> beth by the way uh i hear you said it just her character uh never actually dumb just naive mm-hmm. on very very many subjects so. yeah and it's again i think a lot of that comes from her not giving a fuck she's mm-hmm. the coolest one in, o- in the office as mm-hmm. they have said uh and now bill and jimmy are together and he does point out that the forces of good and evil are constantly at war for his soul and then jimmy Khan's like yeah that'll happen <laughs> again every I little lo- dismissive line is so good but the, but the, but it's while he's staring at matthew Flossing with the entire <laughs> oh, roll. Uh, and then trying to cut it off with stuck, scissors. And then, but he's not cutting it off. No, they get stuck. With, with the way you hold scissors, Mm-mm. he's using them in his right hand. I'm assuming Matthew's right-handed. I guess maybe because most people are. But uh-huh. he's holding them backwards in <laughs> that hand so that they're not going to cut anything. <laughs> he's making them wrong-handed. It's so good. It's the angle, and it also just looks worse because it's hard to bend that way and cut stuff. And now, by the way, Bill has finally just like given in, and he's trying to tell the technical stuff. We call but, them cans. But <laughs> I gotta point this, but because even before that, when he's like, "You wanna know I got in a radio?" My uncle was electrocuted by a radio, <laughs> and just James Conn's just dismissal of that, just saying. That never happened. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Uh, yeah. Was killed by a radio. Electrocuted, actually. <laughs> later okay, on, now they, we they go steal to the that. Cans. They do steal that joke later on a walk hard. I feel like I should point out somebody is killed by a radio in that. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, he he literally asked Matthew what makes you tick. Uh, I have cats. How many? Oh, cats? he also shakes James Conn's hand and there's floss in it. Yes. And he, like, and he just has wipes to drop his it to the hand floor. off and yeah. So gross. How many cats? Three. I wish. Only two. <laughs> stupid. What, what are you doing? <laughs> Reminding myself not to say anything stupid. Which is stupid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this next scene is back in the electronic store, and it's really weird to me. So, long story short, Lisa discovers C-SPAN 2, live Senate coverage. She's in, in news and has no idea no that this idea. exists. But I love it uh-huh. when the clerk says, "I'm gonna, I'll change it," and she just smacks it right out of his hand. Uh, Kudos to whoever's playing the clerk, because his 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 deadpan look of just like, "What the fuck was that?" Like, <laughs> fun fact: Is it fun? I don't know if it's fun. Um, senator Grassley has been senator since almost since I was born. The, the man and on the TV. The one on, on the C-SPAN footage. That's pretty funny. Most of the time. I was trying to re- recognize any of the stuff on the TV the besides... Republican from Iowa. Interesting. I had no idea. I guess that's it's not a big fan of changing <laughs> stuff up. <laughs> we can ask friend of the show, Alex Salem. He can comment on that. He's from Iowa. So I'll point that out. So is James Go T. On. Kirk. That's just a totally separate issue altogether. I mean, that's that's it. Mm. To saying. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Uh, so uh, then we go back and... Bill's still trying to just settle on headphones. That's the one thing that will connect him and Jimmy Khan. Let's go to the booth and show you how to use the cans. <laughs> and, uh... Sometimes I wear them on my neck like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not using them. These are not... I don't think... Ooh, you don't need to be in radio to know... You, you don't need to be in radio to know that kind of stuff. No. No, you really don't. <laughs> James Kondo does ask Matthew if he has an agent because he's so damn intrigued. <laughs> is this where Matthew ha- like was gonna shake it, like hands him the dental floss that he just used? No, that was the last scene. Oh, that was, that was the last time. Oh. This time he's got pills and he throws a bunch oh, of pills at James right. Conn. Boom! Right. Uh huh. And that's when he yeah, that's when he asks him if he has an agent. Um, and we're back in the electronic store again, and Dave is doing something kind for once and apologizing mm-hmm. to Lisa and. Now she's decided she wants a television anyway. I love. <laughs> so, oh, it's Trent Lott. She gets so excited when Trent Lott comes on TV. I love it. She's like, I could watch this 24 hours a day. How often is it on? 24 hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> we have to get a TV. And then they're both like, they just settle into watching. He's got Green Acres on one screen. Mm-hmm. She's got C-SPAN in the other. Mm-hmm. They look like that's going. Yeah. That's going to be them. That like, if they had ended up together, that would have been them. They would have had to get in a picture-in-picture. Picture. Mm, mm-hmm. And their own separate headphones, I feel like, so their yeah, sound doesn't clash. That's probably true. That's a very good point. Uh, uh, 
Oh, uh, oh yeah. Okay. Bill. So Bill finally confronts Matthew about the break. Room. James Con from me. <laughs> Walking around pouring coffee on your shoes, putting pens down your pants. <laughs> <laughs> how, how is that a way to plot to steal right, anybody from? Right. Me? Yeah. The complete I, lack of charm that that would. Uh, do you think he noticed? Of course he noticed. I know it was. Do you think he thinks I'm a spaz? <laughs> you are a spaz. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, he doesn't even want to know what makes me tick. Well, what does make you tick, Bill? Forces of evil constantly over from my soul, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and then uh, Matthew finally gonna get his autograph. Finally so. gets is about to get his autograph and. He his glasses. <laughs> it's so <laughs> good. It's so good. James Conn's face through all these things is just like he's like, uh, okay, I'll just. That just yeah. How would you not crack at that? Like that's a pro. I wonder man. how many. If there were any Yeah, bloopers. if there were, yeah, that's a really good question. Maybe not necessarily from James Caan, but I'm sure somebody cracked it. It's just the magic of what Andy Dick can do in these is that seems totally off the cuff. It seems like he made up or accidentally did. Like, it's really genuinely good. Mm-hmm. Um, he's amazing in this episode. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's so good. And uh, there's one point I forgot to point out later earlier that logically makes no sense where James Caan asks him. He asks him his name so many times, but I think he wants to hear it from him. He yeah. asks him his name a lot. He wants to see how he like like because first yeah, that's true. Maybe it's an experiment. He's almost yeah. like giving him opportunity to represent himself. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh no, he really is. Like I wanted to see, he really just is like this. Like he's mm-hmm. not getting he's, he's over the, it. He's, right. He's not pulling so an Andy Kaufman on me. And he again says that his name is Donald. <laughs> Donald. Oh, and that's the last Matthew. Even though James Conn says to Matthew? Yeah, right, right, right. Oh, Don- I'm sorry, Donald. I'm sorry. No, Donald. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I thought, I thought your name was Matthew. Yep. It's, it's, we'll make it out to both. We'll make it out to both, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and then, I can't believe I threw up on James Conn. <laughs> can't believe he didn't punch me. Can't believe he did punch me. <laughs> I love that is a physical bit that is described. Like mm-hmm. that is so good because all you can think is Bleh. like that's all you can picture, and it's. A he probably said something after Matthew that's threw up. So probably but tried true. to redirect attention to himself, and he's like, "You know what? F you. Here's my face." Good God. Uh, this is a then, fantastic episode. I it really <laughs> is good. Like, I guess I'd forgotten how good it was. Yeah. Um, because it seems like it's going to be a gimmick episode because there's a star, but they pulled oh, out all the stops on it. Brilliant. Like they yeah. they used a star for exactly that. He's there as a set piece, but right. also as a straight man. Like, well, and this is also like one of those episodes that you know, uh, if you go to the next one and you miss this episode, it's not really going to hurt any continuity. But sure, yeah. It's just really fun, fun gags. Um, Jimmy's going to, he's trying to choose, and he can't choose, and he decides he's going to buy Spike Lee's ticket so that uh, he can take Beth and Catherine to the game. That would be an expensive ticket. It would be a very expensive ticket. He doesn't miss a game, Spike Lee, but, you know, it's Jimmy James. Jimmy James can buy him off. Of course. Um, Yeah, Catherine is. She's wearing a stole. That's really funny. nice outfit. I can't believe I didn't notice that. Yeah. Uh, I got when we actually go to the game though. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the little gate when Mister uh, when Jimmy James puts on the uh, the super fan outfit or whatever. Mm-hmm. That is the cheapest super fan yes. outfit. You notice the lettering the was lettering like falling, falling off. off. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, it says super fa. I think. Uh, or the, the, like super shiny. You're a billionaire. I know. You <laughs> I can't get stitching around right here. That. You know, he, he made that. He's got a mask with eye holes in it. Because it was made out of love. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jimmy, iron on patches next Or time. Dave's mom made it and mailed it. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for The, the Real deal, deal with Bill McNeil. With Jen on Ether. So, Bill's neediness is a, the main feature, I think, in this episode. Uh-huh. He doesn't seem to care how stupid he's coming across, because he really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not saving that and redirecting like when it's obvious that James Penn is very annoyed with him, because I think he's starstruck too. He's just, you know, he's Bill, so he doesn't do it like in a Matthew kind of way. Right. He doesn't appear flustered 
in that exact way on the outside, but he's being an idiot. Right. So, I mean, Bill's not not an idiot. But <laughs> 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 he, uh, he definitely has a needy streak for attention, and with important people, he feels like if he becomes an associate of them, somehow it's definitely going to... Uh, that plus question mark equals success for him. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like it's really important for him to suck up to people who are famous, have a name, uh, name drop them, even if he hasn't met them, just to associate them with his work, like as it in his autobiography, just like. Uh. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he really thinks that he values that, and he can't stop. He just can't stop himself, even though he probably somewhere inside himself can see what an idiot he's being. Yeah. Um, and he gets punched by James Gunn. <laughs> and it surprises him that it happened somehow. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's, yeah, that's, I think that's the main thing going on here. There's a lot of interesting ones in the next episode, though. I really like, too, that it, there's almost, we almost learned some background on Bill, but it's all bullshit background. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I, I was like, he'll lie. That was hard to tell. Oh, wait, no, that's Bill. an anecdote that's made up. Mm-hmm, yeah, you were getting excited. You're like, I got to. Oh, nope, that's right. This yeah. is bullshit. Yeah, I'm like, I remember now. Okay. <laughs> Good God. It's a Bill heavy episode, but not that much in terms of, like, it's just one beat. Like, he's kind of playing yeah, that whole thing the whole just, time. He's, in, he's locked in a cycle, and he cannot it, disengage. He's bad at disengaging sometimes. Like I said, it's just good gags, gags, gags. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of. It's true. Depth, but fantastic gags. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a delight. Yeah, and he really thinks it's important for people to know the real Bill. Like, as if, if, as if somebody famous is coming in to know all about him, he's not, and like, what? Why would... Uh-huh. He, James Conn isn't writing the thing. Right. He's also... <laughs> I mean... Like, what, Bill is going to be the exact character that he's playing? <laughs> mm-hmm. Come on, now, there's all kinds of people that work in radio, what the hell? Right. Uh, <laughs> I think somebody needs to make that movie. Whatever it is. I know he's older now, but that's okay. Just say it got delayed. Been, been in a movie with radio? I don't know. We'll, we'll make it happen. Uh, I'm sorry, that was just a little side note. Something else oh, that's fine. Yeah, that's mostly what I got. He's pretty much just locked in a cycle that he can't get out of because he's very starstruck. Yeah. And wants to climb right up to the top. It's Dante's Inferno for Bill. This is like, uh, this is like misery if uh, mm-hmm. Kathy Bates didn't break James Gunn's <laughs> legs and torture him. <laughs> this is him standing up so to the super fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow, this has been... The, the Real Deal with Bill McNeil. Uh, I'm just going to start with my favorite line, um, although I honestly, like the I Cannot Help You If You Will Not Listen is one that really sticks out, oh, is one that I remember the most, but line. honestly, after listening to you read it, I, I think i got to go to the bathroom, take my pants <laughs> off. I think that's probably my favorite my line favorite now. It's my favorite, too. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's the way he says it <laughs> when he runs away. It's so yeah. good. It's really too good. <laughs> I... I think mine is, and only because I have also quoted this line many, many times, mm-hmm. is, let's talk headphones. We in the business call, <laughs> call them cans. <laughs> it's just so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Him saying, my my runner-up is, I can't believe he did punch me. Yeah. Yeah. That is a really good but, one. But, oh, no. I'm sorry, but I got to the bathroom and take off. <laughs> <laughs> Too good. <laughs> I don't know what my favorite moment is. Mine is actually don't. when Matthew like n- <laughs> nervously like takes shuts <laughs> shucks his glasses oh, at James Con. Oh really James Con's face just like okay, <laughs> yeah. It's just Mine is Matthew blasting and <laughs> <laughs> We forgot to mention Stop laughing out loud and I always laugh out loud, so it's just like it just took over. It was crazy. <laughs> Well, I will say him getting the, the I'll just go back, him getting the pen down, the pencil pen down his pants. <laughs> like just that, that is just, just watching him <laughs> shake the thing. And then he does it again later. It's so good. It's like slightly more subtly. There's... Because he, he's not, like, James kind of disengages him. He, like, mm-hmm. gets a pen for him, but he does it again. 
I, I don't mean to go back to the last thing, but just something about how he was like slowly almost like take him off and just like choom, choom. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, I had forgotten it. Um, yeah, no. So that's uh, yeah, that's our shit. So, Jason, anything to promote? Yeah, you know what I do? Uh, find me at jklom on Twitter, at jklamm. Also, by the time this is up, uh, because it launched today as we're recording, uh, my little independent comedy record label called Celery Sound Records is a thing now. Woo! So if you go to uh, stolendress.com slash celery or uh, on Twitter at Celery Sound, we're distributing other people's albums, but also my album. So we're doing, we just uh, did the um, 16th anniversary of my first comedy album because I thought it'd be funny to do a 16th anniversary since we didn't get to do the 15th. So why not? So it's uh, got my first comedy album, Shoestrings, with my buddy Dan, with a bunch of other little extras from other albums that we either never finished or did finish and didn't release publicly. And then an album called uh, A Gift You Didn't Ask For From Friends You Never Had by Jared Jeffries and Peyton Brown. Uh, very funny guys. And it's kind of like the new Fire Sign Theater. And they're letting us release it. And it's only on vinyl, which is super cool. Um, so that's what I have going on. And actually, by the time this comes out, there will be a drinking game coming up in a few weeks, too. Which you'll be able to see Alan and I in, I assume. Yeah. Do we know what it is yet? No, we no, don't. That's good. Uh, you can find me at Alan Rickert, A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T on Twitter, Facebook, yeah. Instagram. That's another one of them, I suppose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and no, oh, uh, keep looking for it. Three to Die, script to co-wrote. We keep getting very, very good reviews. Uh, hopefully it'll be made very, very soon so you can see the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, go pick up a Sam Shepard play. He just passed away today. That's... Uh, very good playwright. Anyway. All right. I don't know any Sam Shepard plays. Fool for Love. Sure. True West. Sure. I can lend you one. If you okay. Can. Okay. <laughs> Jen? What do you have to promote? Um, speaking of senators, call your senators. Let them know how you feel, especially about uh, health care. Mm-hmm. And um, don't forget to floss. It's <laughs> <laughs> only one other thing to say, and that's catch, catch you later, B-Cakes. Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickard and Jason Klom, and our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. Please subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio. Visit stolendress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Big day today, Dave. <laughs>